Welcome to an enlightened hour of interactive talk. This is Guided Spirit Conversations with host Marla Goldberg. In this program, we spotlight guests from all over the globe who have helped others change their lives and will provide you with the tips, tools, and techniques that you need to help you make a difference in your own life. Now, here is Marla Goldberg. Hello, everyone. How are you doing? How is your Thursday? What a difference a week makes, wouldn't you say, weather-wise across the United States in total? I'm so happy for all those people that were so challenged and struggling last week. I'm here today with Catherine Flynn, and Catherine is an intuitive life coach, channeler, psychic medium. She found herself to be a psychic while taking a tarot class and soon realized she was also channeling one of her guides. She has channeled several spiritual beings, with the latest being a druid, We're going to find out what a druid is in this conversation, whom she has worked with in other lifetimes. She's a part of several metaphysical organizations and has been seen at conferences and teaching classes throughout her Midwest. This is her first podcast, so let's give her a warm welcome. Welcome, Catherine. Thank you for having me, Marla. How are you doing today? I'm doing very well, thank you. Good. So you were taking a tarot class. You just... Minding your own business, learning what the cards were saying, and all of a sudden, what happened? I started talking, um, and I knew I wasn't in control. I knew it wasn't me. Um, I felt like I was coming up off of my off of my chair, and um, luckily, I had two wonderful mentors with me who knew what was going on and could really kind of work me through it, and then all of a sudden, it was done, and um, that was the beginning of it. So very unexpected. How did you feel when you came out of the the trance of channeling? I was very, very tired. Um, I felt like I had just run a marathon or done a lot of strenuous work. Um, and then after about 10, 15 minutes, it had passed. So, um, but yeah, very, very tired overall. So who, who were your original guides that you were speaking with before you, you started speaking with your druid? Yeah, so there are three guides that are with me from birth until death. And the one that I started channeling, her name was Julia, um, which she was a very lighter energy, a very good start for me. So she really gave me a lot of information. Um, She would provide, you know, information for others as well. And then kind of, as I say, I kind of graduated from her into some of these um, higher beings that have a higher vibration, which looking back, I know I wouldn't have been able to have start channeling with them first just because the vibration is so different between mine and now we're we're starting to equalize a little bit which is good that's nice and then the druid came in how long ago it was probably about three or four years ago um he came in um i've been working a lot with him kind of exclusively from a channeling standpoint since then um which has been a lot of fun to really build a relationship with him I love it. So, okay, you have all these guides. Mm-hmm. So what happens? Is it like, you know, like they're like these people come in and they're just in for a short period of time. And then the druid comes in and so like, I'm taking this space and <laughs> I'm building this relationship with Catherine. Yeah. So he, he was around me for quite a while before we actually started channeling. I could see this being around me who was kind of all in a dark cloak. Um, and I knew he was a positive being for me. He didn't bother me. I wasn't fearful, but I just, I knew he was there and I knew he wanted something. And and for a while, I just kind of ignored him. I was like, you know what? I've already got what I've got going on. 
Um, and then it got to a point where he was like, all right, we, you know, we, we need to do this a little further. And so I, I started by channeling him little bits at a time, you know, five, 10 minutes, and then to work up to really being able to channel for about a half hour to an hour, um, with him speaking. So, um, it's, it's been, it's been fun. Um, and it was nice. I could talk with my guides to be, you know, to have a better idea of, okay, what, what is this guy's thought process? Why is he here? What does he need? Um, and, and that kind of made it a little simpler as well. Which is wonderful. So now let's explain what a Druid is yes. so that my listeners could understand. Yeah. So Druids were humans and on the, on earth from right around and, and nothing they ever had was written down. So a lot of this is just guesstimates of people from right around three, 400 BC, all the way up to somewhere around 1500 AD. Um, they were they were called pagans and there are pagans in a different way than we think of it. Um, pagans back then really meant they lived outside the city. So they lived outside the city centers. They were healers. They worked a lot with plants. Um, they weren't pagans in the concept of like, um, you know, where they sacrificed animals or things like that, that we think of now, but really were connected to earth plants um, and, and the energies of those. And, and really thinking of that, um, the belief is that they were a lot of what had to do with Stonehenge. They were part of that creation of that and, and wow. making of that. So a lot of those old um, ancient um, grounds were part of where they were. And they, they reigned kind of mainly in Europe, um, kind of from Turkey all the way over to Scotland, Ireland. They have found some, some relics of, of things elsewhere in the world. So there's really not a, a really a great idea of where they were, um, but just through some, um, some archaeology, they've been able to find some relics elsewhere. That is, I find that to be so fascinating and that they, you know, they were humans and here they mm-hmm. are. And now you said that you had, um, that you have found that there are people who are living today who practice what the Druids had practiced. Mm-hmm. So they're keeping yeah. it going. Yeah, there is. Um, it's There are some over in here in the States. Um, a lot of it is over in Europe in the UK area. But yeah, it's um, it's the order of the Druids that they still practice a lot of those same um, rituals done at solstice and and at equinox um, that that a lot of the Druids did, or I guess some form of it. So, do the Druids? Let me let me see how to ask this question. Mm-hmm. Um, the Druids working today, do they use the same techniques that they used back then, or have they evolved from then? Um, from what I know, from what my guides have told me, there has been some evolution into it. Um, but they always have told me that the, the the concept of it and the intention is still true. So I am not a practicing druid um, in, in this lifetime. So it's not, I don't have a, a good grasp of it, but it's just what I've been told through the guides and through the druids that I work with. That's so amazing. Now, before we went on there, mm-hmm. you were saying that the druids wanted to share something about our light pole mm-hmm. that goes mm-hmm. from the center of the molten earth of the center of the molten earth up into the universe, but it comes through us or is it just up the, is it the energy that comes through us individually or is it a, a mass consciousness? Mm-hmm. So it's really an energy that comes through us. So how they've explained it to me is that we all have a 
kind of like an energetic beam or pole that goes straight, straight through. It's probably kind of where our chakra center is. It's kind of how I've envisioned it, but it really takes us to be able to connect with the energy of mother earth all the way to the center of earth. And then it goes all the way up within the celestial realm as well. So it allows us to have that connection on the lower field of grounding all the way to that higher plane up above. And so as beings here on earth, what they what they want us to know is that we have the ability to move throughout that that beam whether we want to be very grounded whether we're higher but what it does is it allows us to be fully connected at all times because everything in the earth is cyclical um you know it's it's always going around and around so we we never want to be just out there on our own because we need earth we need the celestial realm and spirit and guides and 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 each of those be each of those things really help us to become who we are and and create that balance that we need which is phenomenal when you think about it so when you change your energetic ways your vibration Mm -hmm. it changes what you're receiving and what you're putting out Mm -hmm. and as we were talking about they were talking about the earth and the energy vibration of the earth Mm -hmm. and how they, they work through us, through the, that pole you're talking about. Yeah. And so we yeah. can then share the, our energies, our positive energies, mm-hmm. with rebuilding the earth in, the energy, in an energetic way. Yeah, it's all about giving back. Um, you know, we as humans take from the earth every single day. And so it's like, what do we, what do we give back to? We can give back our energy. We can give back you know, our, um, you know, composting, we can, we can do all these different things. And it's not saying you have to change your entire life, but just have that intention that I'm going to give back to the earth, even if it's just through prayer and energy, um, just to allow it to become more cyclical. And what I've noticed on myself is that when I have that intention, I know my body is from the earth. It's not my soul. My soul is different. My soul is from the celestial realm, but my body's from the earth. So as my body can feed off of that earth energy. It only helps me to become a more balanced being. I love that Mm -hmm. because I think so many people need it, especially Mm -hmm. after this past year. I think the last 12, 14 months has really put people on an unbalanced kind of trajectory Mm -hmm. because there's been so many unknowns and so much challenge. Yeah. Yeah, it's really caused us to you know, even for myself to really reevaluate things in my life, you know, my, you know, family, what's important, friends, you know, really looking at what I have in front of me and and what is important and and what I want to prioritize. And, and I think when you find that balance, it's easier to know what is right for you and how that connects to your life path. What, what are you, what did you come on this earth to do? Um, And then having that balance to really allow you to move forward into it. So when you're working with your clients and they say, what was I brought here to do? Are you able to give them through your channeling or through your psychic abilities some guidance as to what they're here to do and what they're here to, to maybe shift, work, teach, you know, learn, whatever it might be? <laughs> yeah, through, through the readings that I provide to clients, it, it really kind of gives them an idea of how to get on their path. Um, for those people that are pretty close to it, 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 it is a little more seamless for those that are, that are more off of it. We kind of start slow and, and work your work their way in um, to, to have more of that connection, but, but find out, you know, 
people think they come here and it's like, oh, I have to do great things. I have to do huge things. And that's not the case. I mean, some people come here to be parents. Some people come here just to learn and have fun. Um, and, you know, others come with, with bigger purposes. Um, but it's really what your soul and you decided to do prior to, to coming to Earth. It's an interesting conversation when you say what we decided to do. Yeah. I just had this conversation with somebody about us choosing our lives, mm-hmm. choosing mm-hmm. our parents, choosing our siblings, you know, everything around us. We know, though there are some areas that there is free choice about, that we do have the free freedom of choice, we are, we pre-choose what our trajectory is for the most part. Mm-hmm. We do. You, we, you know, and you're absolutely, you know, right. I also believe that we, we choose our parents. We chose how we come here. Now, free will plays a big piece in that once we get into our body and start living our life because we can make changes to, to that or not fulfill our purpose. Um, but ultimately, there's, there's a reason why we all showed up. And we showed up at this time in, in history or yes. in the world or however you, whatever your, your count of time is. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> we all decided to come for 2020. So everybody should remember that. <laughs> oh my God. It's so crazy when you think about, okay, yes, I signed up for this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so is there any remarkable sharing that you want, like something that happened to you that was, that even surprised you? When working with somebody or in a class situation? Um, you know, I've had a lot of, of, of times where I'm kind of shocked myself. Um, I, I still get surprised at what happens, um, you know, but really having that, you know, the, the experience I had opening up, I think was the biggest one for me where it would just, I was so shocked. I never thought that that would be part of it. Even, you know, I started a tarot class for fun. Um, but I've worked with a, a lot of clients that have really come back to me after the fact and said, I didn't realize what an impact you said, what you said would have on me. Um, I even have someone that was, you know, like, you know, I want, you know, this, I want that, this is what I'm looking for. And I'm like, no, it's not your path. Um, and it was funny enough. She reached out about six months later and she goes, I got, I didn't get what I wanted. I got what you said I would get. And I am so much more happier than I ever thought I'd be. So it was really, really cool to have, to have her reach back out. I'm so happy she did. That's a great confirmation Mm -hmm. that what you're sharing. And so do you do this over zoom or is it in person? I know you talked about being in the Midwest area. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I do a lot over Zoom, especially with kind of what's happening in the world right now. I'm doing a lot over Zoom. Um, I do a lot in person as well um, when when it's possible um, with different people. So I, um, it's kind of fun. I can have clients all over the world, and I do actually have them kind of all over the world. That's how it happens. At some point, <laughs> yeah. they're everywhere, and when yeah. they find out about you, it's you know this this wonderful outreach. Mm-hmm. At least that's what Absolutely. I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And go ahead. Oh, I'm gonna say in the the word of mouth that you get, you know, I most of my clients come from someone, you know, having a reading with me or meeting me and then it, you know, kind of rolls from there. Well, and I'm one of those people like I, you know, when you know when somebody has the who's really good at what they do, they're they're clear in their messaging. And you know, then I would tell people like, oh my God. And I know I remember telling people about you after we mm-hmm. met at the what is it what, worldwide metaphysical tribe meeting? Yes, 
was it 2019, I think? I think so. Yeah, it was a few, it was a couple of years ago. I think it was 19. Yeah. Yeah, which was amazing. And I love the idea of all, you know, 200 metaphysicians in one place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it's a very special experience. It is, for sure. So, and it was great to be able to meet you, too. I met so many people that day. So. Yeah, and what you shared, I can't remember what it is today, but I remember when I left, I was like, wow. And obviously, you stayed in my mind because it was very important for me to have you here with me. <laughs> And Mm -hmm, other people, the world, because this is international, the show, Mm -hmm. that they all hear about what you do. Mm -hmm. So we're about to go on a break. When we come back, I'd love to see if the Druids will share some information with us. Absolutely. We've already talked about it this morning, so they're ready to go. Perfect. So everybody hang on. Also know you can call in and talk to Catherine at 888-346-9141. So don't be shy. She's she and her druid guide are open and ready to talk to you. So stay tuned. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash voice America. Do you find that your journey to loving yourself is taking a f***ing long time? Here's your shortcut. Read Marla Goldberg's book, My F***ing Long Journey to Loving Myself, A Guide to a Shorter Path to Learn to Live a More Self-Loving Life. Order on Amazon or MarlaGoldberg.com. That's Marla, G-O-L-D-B-E-R-R-G.com. Have you ever wanted to scream, but you couldn't because of all the people who might hear you? Now, we have your answer. The original Scream Pillow. It can be used at work, the bathroom, in the closet, or anywhere you want to scream and not have everyone know what you're screaming about. Order yours today at MarlaGoldberg.com. That's Marla, G-O-L-D-B-E-R-R-G.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Guided Spirit Conversations. To reach Marla Goldberg or her guest today, you're invited to call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, the address is guidedspiritconversations at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. I'm Marla Goldberg, and I'm here with Catherine Flynn. Catherine is an intuitive life coach, psychic medium, and channeler. And Catherine channels her her guide, a druid, and which we're going to connect with in this segment. But first, we have a caller, Kristen, in Connecticut to talk to you. Catherine? Hi, Kristen. Hi. How are you today? What can I help you with? Well, okay, so this is the first time I've ever done anything like this before. Um, the end of December, beginning of January, I started experiencing some health issues. Mm-hmm. And... Um, going through a lot of anxiety and stress and, and crazy body feelings. 
Um, I got myself connected with an energy healer, and I've been kind of trying to work on how to opening my chakras and release the negativity and um, just be a more happier, positive being and soul. And I just happened to get on Facebook and saw you guys were live, and I said, you know what? I've never done this before. Let me just kind of give it a shot. Well, wonderful. Well, thanks. thanks for joining and calling in. Thank you. Is there anything that you could share with Kristen? So what I, okay, they're, they're talking to me right now. Just so you guys know if I start feeling like I'm talking to myself. Um, what they're saying is that you, you need to sit within, within the energy of why you have those feelings. So what happens is, you know, we as humans create all these other things and and it's partly our ego and partly our our higher self that is kind of getting entrenched by our ego. And so what, what they're suggesting that you need to do is sit within that space to allow you to have an understanding of why, of why that is. So really you can go inward um, to where your higher self is for some, for me, it's, it's kind of right in the middle of my chest for others. It can be within their stomach. It can be kind of within their head, wherever you feel like you hold your higher self and really sit within that energy in that space. And that will really help you to decipher what is the cause of that um, and where the ego plays a part and where the higher self plays a part. Cause the ego is there to protect us. Um, that that's why it's there. And sometimes it goes, you know, completely, completely wild um, in its protection mode. And so we kind of have to rein it back a little bit. And so they're saying if you really sit within that space right now, that will really help you to get your higher self, you know, really connected and kind of let that ego kind of settle down a little bit and know that you are the one that's in charge and that, and that you have that ability to overcome some of those anxieties and fears and, and other emotions that are, that are coming true to you and really make sure you're in a very quiet space. Um, they're telling me you live in a very, um, I don't know if you've got a lot of kids around, but they're saying there's just a lot of chaos with people around you. So the more you can kind of have that quiet space, the better off it'll be and the easier you'll be able to connect. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you meditate, Kristen? I recently just started I, I practicing it. Um, it's, not something that's coming easy to me, but I'm, I'm definitely trying. So what I'm going to share, this is Marla, what I'm going to share is if you're meditating, don't be hard on yourself. Allow what to happen to happen. If you have thoughts or your, your mind doesn't stop chattering, then listen to a guided meditation because it will help you focus on the voice of the meditating, meditate, the person leading the meditation, and it will help you to stay out of your head. Uh-huh. And I think you're you're gonna get you're gonna get. Oh, I'm sorry, Kristen. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Um, you're gonna get through this pretty quickly. I think you're already well on the the way to to moving some of those energetic blockages that you had working with the healer you were working with. So I, I think you're definitely gonna start to see a, a shift overall if you haven't already. Okay, wonderful, wonderful, fantastic. Thank you, ladies. I appreciate it. Thank you for You're calling welcome. in, Kristen. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. So that was um, great information that mm-hmm. you gave to Kristen. Mm-hmm. And so the Druids, we were talking beyond the break about the Druids and the earth and what's, what's going on. And so 
Do they have anything they want to share with the audience that would resonate with what they need to hear? Yes, they do. If you give me just a second, I can kind of have them come near and in. Okay. Um, and I'll kind of let them talk and feel free to have a conversation with them. Perfect. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. The time has come for so many beings on the planet to truly have a good grasp and understanding of what the shifts are and why these shifts are happening. For so much vibrationally has been changing overall with the planet and the universe as the earth is a planet that is now ready to experience what so many others have. And having that higher vibrational standpoint where there's an understanding of there is abundance for everyone, abundance in anything, where there is nothing to hold back, where life is partly about enjoyment. There is that aspect of learning and growing and experiencing, but it's also experiencing the joy and the happiness and the pleasure that life provides. And so as there is this shift happening, and as there is a vibrational shift and energy coming within to the plane, it is important to know and understand for each one of you that as you feel this shift, you will notice that there are shifts within yourself. You may feel as if you are not in the right spot. You may feel as if you are on edge, but those are okay if you sit with them to allow that to release back out. For as the earth continues to shift and change, each one of your vibrations and energies also shifts and changes as well to more acclimate with what is happening on earth. So as you feel that acclimation, you can allow the, le- the other to release you back too. Now, one easy way to adjust with this acclimation is to assist yourself in being more within the earth and within the planet. That can be as simple as being with the trees, being in nature, reconnecting back. We know that for some of you, there is difficulty within where you can go and be to be within that nature. You can also connect through plants. You can connect through animals. Although animals are not as good as a plant, they are still something that is truly one of the earth, just as humans are, but a little more connected. When you are with a plant or part of earth or an energy of the earth, what that allows you to do is be within that energy and that space that is provided. So if you think of a plant and you think of trees, they all reach very, very high up, but they also reach down within to the earth with their roots, which creates a network of knowledge and beings that can allow that information, energy, and vibration to flow all around the planet Earth. Everything from on the land to down in the sea and back up again is creating this network of knowledge. So as you sit, say, under a tree, you have connected with the higher energetic above all the way down into the earth. And that is what your energetic core is, allowing you as a human to have that energy that goes all the way up and goes all the way back down again. And you would then have more of that shift in the vibration. And you also create that balance that so many times is not there. 
And that will allow you to reacclimate and rebalance yourself to have a better feeling of what is going on in the shifts that are happening. And you can do this by being under a tree. You can do it by holding a plant. You can do it by looking at a tree if you need to. So if you cannot be under it, you still have that connection. And keep in mind, intention is a big part of it as well. When you put an intention forward, the earth will always provide. The celestial realm will always provide the information as long as you have that intention and that balance that goes through with each of them. Do you have any questions among that or has that been clear as to what we have spoken of? I think it's it's very, very clear, but I'm going to ask for a little bit more clarity for the listeners who are just stepping in. Um, and you said sitting under a tree helps, holding a plant will help. When you set an intention, do you hold the plant and set the intention that the vibration is going to be for the highest and best good of all or, or what do you intend for when you're when you're communicating with with the planet with the earth planet the intention is truly up to the each individual being that decides to do it for we ask that a lot of it has to do with the balance overall but if you yourself are feeling that shift and you need that assistance from the earth and from the energy that is here you may make the intention for yourself to feel that shift in what is happening and to allow yourself to reacclimate your energy with the earth and with the plants and the trees. For that will allow you to reconnect back down to the grounding and reconnect up above. If this is a practice you decide to do on a regular basis, instead of just when you have the feeling or the need, then you can more encompass it to what is needed. You can bring in another person into that intention for healing and for that shift in balance. You can bring in the earth as a whole. You can bring in the planet, the universe. We do not have any specifics as to what is, but we rely on each being to do what is right. For even if just one human is able to rebalance who was very out of balance, it helps the whole. For the earth is one. It is not separated. And when one finds balance, all will help to find the balance. Going to the saying, there are, we are many, we are one. Of course. So that's, that's beautiful. Just, I think it's a beautiful way of explaining it. And thank you very much. You're very welcome. Anything is, else before we go? Is there anything else you feel that the listeners should know about? The important thing right now is to be one and be all. Instead of creating the divide and the experience of differentiation, create the oneness. For when you look at people, humans, animals, and plants, as one with you, in any decision and shift that is made out of love, compassion, kindness, and peace, you will notice that will come back to you fourfold. Because as you give out is what you receive, and that will allow you to know and understand what is happening and what is there. For that will create more of an ease within the transition and the rebalancing of the planet than what has happened before. So that is what we will leave you with. Thank you so much. I appreciate you sharing all this information with our listeners. Of course. 
That was beautiful. I, you know, I think it's a message that needed to be heard. It was about the balance of, you know, bail- okay, I don't know if, again, I, how much you, you retain when you do yeah. this. So I, right now I retain almost all of it. Um, there might be some pieces I may be missing. Um, if we talk about it, I'll, I'll retain most of it going forward. But if we wouldn't talk about it, I wouldn't retain anything of, of it at all. So. No, it was beautiful. And it's so well, you know, well said that, that, that to give the energy back, what we spoke about before, go yeah. sit by a tree, hold a plant, mm-hmm. set the intention for balance. And I know that when I was first starting out down this path, I would have a stone, I would carry rocks in my pocket. Mm-hmm. So I could always have something to help ground me. Yes. That's very important to be grounded. I, I also lived my life very much in the celestial realm as, you know, as a, as a psychic and as a channeler, you know, I, that is where I'm at. And so grounding is always very important. And I think more people need to work on that, that grounding piece um, just to, to reconnect back. Cause we are all, you know, as I said, where we all are humans, we are part of the earth. That, that is where we come from. It's so true. And I love the fact that, they, that the Druid was talking about the collective consciousness. <clears throat> and I've been reading about the shift in the energy is going more towards the collective where people are going to start caring more for other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. and you know, that the, the important thing is, is to maintain your individuality as you are sharing mm-hmm. with community. Yes. We but are, are we're tr- Oh, no, I'm sorry. No, 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 you finish, you finish. Okay, I was say, we truly are all of one. And even just in the mind shift of each person, and I went through this as well, where, you know, we, we live in a society in a world of kind of me and mine. And, you know, we have our family, we have our friends, but, you know, I need to do this, I need to do that. And really just that shift of, we're all one. It, you know, what, what hurts me hurts the person next to me. Or, you know, what, what I can give, someone else can receive. And, it, and it, it's a cyclical um, place where just the happiness and the joy we can find by just thinking of our neighbor is, is huge. Even if you know your neighbor or not, or your neighbor's on the other side of the world, it, right. it definitely creates a, a, a better place, I think, for everybody. It's the ripple effect. I was watching a beautiful scene this morning. Uh, there was a duck. A female, the female duck was was going, and it was just a calm water, and you could just mm-hmm. see her cutting through the water and the ripples. Mm-hmm. And her male partner, duck, was coming from a different direction. And what was so beautiful is that they came together, and then they both swam together, and the two different rows of ripples became one. Mm-hmm. And that I would I think sort of feels like when we're together, and we're sending out you know the the vibes. In, mm-hmm. in the consciousness that our ripples start to blend beautifully and peacefully together. Absolutely. Yeah. There's so much there that just allows for, for us to, to become one and the, and the energies aren't clashing anymore. Um, and they're just, it's just allowing um, life to, to go as it should. What about those who are resistant to wanting to work with the collective? What, what tends to happen to them? So people that, that kind of push it off or aren't as open to it, sometimes they'll, they'll notice they'll have a few more heartaches or problems or things coming up. They're, they're fighting against the river. So they always talk to me about the flow. 
you, you can flow down the river and just float, just get in your boat or inner tube or whatever you choose and just float down the river. And what happens is so many people fight just the flow. Um, and they're trying to control it. Well, I want to go on this side of the river. I want to go on that side of the river. It's like, just go where you're meant to go. And what you'll find is that when you allow yourself to flow and you allow yourself to allow things to happen, you end up having these experiences or having these moments of, oh my gosh, that was amazing. And I never thought of that before. Or you learn something that you never thought would, would come to you. And you just really allow, you know, the, the, your spirit guides and the world will really allow you to just flow and they will guide you where you need to go. But we as humans like to control everything. And so that's kind of where it becomes this, this not um, this kind of back and forth a little bit. But when you can get into that moment of flow, so much works out and it just it makes things a lot easier. I agree. I used to be one of those, I call them salmons, you know, the salmons <laughs> go upstream and they just struggle yeah. and struggle and struggle just to lay eggs. And yeah. now, you know, since I started down my path almost 20 years ago, I can't believe mm-hmm. it's been that long. Yes. You know, when you flow, it just sort of, you know, it's like allow surrender, mm-hmm. you know, and, and allow things to come in. So trust, surrender and allow. Yes. You know? You trust that it, yeah. it's going to be of your highest and best good. You surrender to it, mm-hmm. and then you allow it to come in, and miracles happen. Yeah, the perfect way to say it. Absolutely. Thank you. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we'll have more conversation with Catherine Flynn. Stay tuned. America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Do you find that your journey to loving yourself is taking a fucking long time? Here's your shortcut. Read Marla Goldberg's book, My Fucking Long Journey to Loving Myself, a guide to a shorter path to learn to live a more self-loving life. Order on Amazon or MarlaGoldberg.com. That's Marla, G-O-L-D-B-E-R-R-G.com. Have you ever wanted to scream, but you couldn't because of all the people who might hear you? Now, we have your answer. The original Scream Pillow. It can be used at work, the bathroom, in the closet, or anywhere you want to scream and not have everyone know what you're screaming about. Order yours today at MarlaGoldberg.com. That's Marla, G-O-L-D-B-E-R-R-G.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to Guided Spirit Conversations. To reach Marla Goldberg or her guest today, you're invited to call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, the address is guidedspiritconversations at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. Hello, everyone. Thank you for sticking around. If you're just tuning in, I'm with Catherine Flynn, intuitive life coach, 
psychic medium channeler, and she channels her guide, a druid, which she's going to bring him back in just a little while. But I want you to know that if you want to check out Catherine, her website is The Channeled Source. So channelededsource.com. So please check her out, and I'm sure she can do wonders with you and helping you to find your purpose, guide your life, whatever it might be. Welcome back, Catherine. Well, thank you. So we are having charity shout-out time. It's our time for it, and this is my way of giving back through a charity. And um, yours is the Gathering Lighthouse. It is. Let's talk about that for a second. Yeah. So the Gathering Lighthouse is a organization and and place where I really learned my my abilities. It's where I took my tarot class. It's where both of my mentors are at. That really kind of helped me embrace what was happening. Um, opening up is a very scary time um, when you're not really sure what's happening or, or what's going on. And they were really there to support me, and and really in a positive way. Um, of kind of nurturing it and, and allowing my gifts to come through. And so they hold a very close spot in my heart. Um, and I still do work with them to this day. Um, I actually taught a class there last night um, for them. So it's it's been a really good organization and they do so much great work for people. That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. And the Gathering Lighthouse, you can look them up and check them out at thegatheringlighthouse.org. So mm-hmm. thank you. We have... Eliana, Julie, who would like some guidance. I'm waiting to see what what response, what kind of guidance she'd like. But in the meantime, when we were on break, um, we were talking about the Druid is nearby and you think the Druid has more to share. Yes, he keeps tapping me on his shoulder going, excuse me, I'm not done yet. So he has a little bit to say. So let me just let him come in again. Okay. And then we'll, we'll address Eliana on the other side. So the one thing we want to add that we did not add before, which we apologize because we know it is now a question in someone's mind, is that the shift that you feel may not always be for the negative or the positive. And there is not necessarily a good or a bad of it. But what it is, is it is just a shift overall that is happening to allow you to feel more in balance with things. And so that is what we needed to clarify, because that is where the question came from. And we wanted to make sure that wasn't said in the incorrect manner. Does that make sense overall? Yes, it does make sense. And that will be something that will be important for you, the person who had the question, to truly understand within your life, space, and time that that is not a good or a bad, but just allow it to happen and allow it to be. And so I'm trying to formulate a question. So basically it goes back to just trusting the shift and and allowing it to just, just flow with you. Of course, allow it to flow. As they mentioned the river earlier, allow the flow to come for it is not good nor bad, but just as it shall be. And isn't that what we're here for, um, to sometimes just not ask the why question or how to, but just to just have the allowance. Yes. To have the experience. Allow it to happen and allow us, your guides, your loved ones who have passed, all of those in the other realm 
to allow your life to flow. And know there will be up and downs. There always are, for that is what a human experience is about. It's about learning and giving and experiencing. And there are ups and downs, but it's how you react to that. And it's how you embrace each of those moments to what you can learn from it, experience or heal from those experiences that will mean so much to you as you continue this path in this life and when you go into your next life as well, for you take those things with you and you allow them to grow and flow. So in essence, we're talking about, you know, learn whatever you learn, whatever you clean up, whatever you teach, those experiences stay in your cellular DNA and you do take them on to the other side and into your next life. Of course, of course you do. For it is a being, as your soul is the one thing that is continuum, that it will take it with you into the next place. Which I think is very helpful for a lot of people to hear. So hopefully, if they're questioning what path to go on, what road to take, the high road or the low road, that they'll think twice before taking it. always the road that feels the smoothest. It is always the road that feels right. And we say smoothness, not in the easy way, but smoothness in the one that you can go down and that you have that affinity towards. That is always the road to take. Neither high nor low, neither easy or difficult, but the road that calls to you, for that is the road that is meant for you. I have to tell you that my heart, chakra, when you were saying that, just seem to go ba-boom, ba-boom, ba-boom in the most positive way because I I just love that message. It's fabulous. So thank you for that. Of course. Anything else before we go? I don't have any other questions. If there's anything else you'd like to share, you're more than welcome to. Not at this time. Well, thank you very much. I'm telling you, my heart chakra, when, when the Druid was sharing about taking the road that, that resonates. I just, I'll use my terminology. Yeah. How, how, you know, because a lot of people fight their road. We were talking about that on the break. Mm-hmm. You know, they're afraid of it. They're told that it's bad. They're told that there's no such thing, but yet mm-hmm. they keep getting drawn to it. Whatever they're doing keeps failing because they're not meant to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or it becomes such a, a struggle or a challenge. And, and life is always a life is about experiences. So we are going to have those difficult times. We are going to have those challenges that come up. But it's about what is on the other side of that challenge and how we just embrace it. Do we fight it and push it back and continue to just try to push it aside where it just keeps coming into our path? Or do we say, okay, it's in front of me. I need to handle this. Like I have a boulder in front of my path. Okay, I, I, I can't just keep pushing it down the road with me, but am I going to get out my chisel and break it apart? Am I going to climb over it? Am I going to dig a hole under it? You know, what, what do we do to get around it? I have to tell you, that was my life before I went on my spiritual path. That big boulder that I'm trying to figure out how to navigate because I kept going. I didn't take the easier road or the smoother yeah. road, as Druid would say. Mm-hmm. You know, I just did the ego road for whatever mm-hmm. reason. And, you know, yes, there were some good times in it, but boy, were there lessons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Yeah, and you probably learned the lessons a little bit of the hard way, not the easy way. So. As I said, hence the reason I wrote my book, because to make yeah. 
to make everybody else's path easier than mine, make better decisions than I made. But if I didn't make those decisions, I wouldn't have the knowledge base I have today to be able to share with my clients and listeners. Absolutely. I think we all come into our spiritual awakening when the time is meant to. Um, I knew I would do this work years and years ago, and I was the one who fought it and pushed it off um, and, you know, kept doing a different path and, and finally embraced it. And, and I feel like it was at the right time. So, you know, we fight it. Um, I think some of us fight it more than others and, and extend it longer than it needs to be. But I am a big believer, as you said before, things happen at the right time and when they should. And to accept that where you are is where you're supposed to be for what you need to learn. I learned that. Mm-hmm. I learned that and I fought that one, too. Because, <laughs> yeah. God, that was such great sense. Why would I want to listen to that? Which <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> is so funny. But Catherine, this has been such a pleasure having you on. I've enjoyed you so much. And to listen to your story and and talk to Druid, I I don't know what I'm trying not to be rude. I don't want to call it the Druid, but he's good. He's good with Druid or the Druid. Um, He does have a name that's very difficult to say. I can't even say it. He can. He says it at times, Um, although he doesn't. He can go just by Druid. So not a problem with that. Okay, because I want to be very respectful because he was very eloquent in what he shared with the audience. Um, And I want to thank you and what you do. And I want everybody to look up the Channeled Source because the channeledsource.com and look up what Catherine does and how she can help you, how she can work with you, because this is just priceless information. It truly is. So check Catherine out. Yes. Well, thank you for having me on, Marla. I really appreciate it. And I've enjoyed my time. I'm so happy and I'm so I'm so happy to meet Druid and, and have you on finally because audience, I want you to know that it's taken quite a while to get Catherine here. So mm-hmm. I'm glad we're here. Right time, right place, right day. Everything is perfect. Mm-hmm. I want to thank everyone at Voice America for helping me get the show up and on. You know, so grateful. Bridget, right arm, left arm, don't know what I'd do without you. You are phenomenal, and I send prayers to your husband. I hope he's doing better right now. And I want to thank you, the listening audience, for taking the time out of your day, out of your life, to participate in this podcast. If you've missed the live version, we have replays. Uh, I will be on Sunday on the Variety channel on voiceamerica.com, and you look up Guided Spirit Conversations. It's 12 Eastern time. Also, I have a YouTube page. Under, surprisingly, the same name, Guided Spirit Conversations. So you can look at all the past episodes. Check us out. If you like the podcast, please like, subscribe, and review. I'd love to know your thoughts, what you'd like to see on the show, because my mission is to bring you amazingly talented, very able-bodied metaphysicians, healers, and thought leaders to help you shift your life circumstances. And I want to remind you that this Saturday, the Global Consciousness Development Circle is having our meditation, our bi-monthly meditation, 9 a.m. Eastern Time. And it is going to be led by Lisa Salvatore, uh, who is also a psychic medium, astrologer, Reiki master, and tarot card reader. So please tune in to the GCDC page on Facebook to be a part of this pod, uh, part of this meditation. So as always, I leave you by sending you love 
blessings and gratitude. So grateful for you taking the time out of your day. So grateful for you connecting with me on every level that you do. And I wish you well. So take care. Bye. 